0: Hello and welcome to Nana's Talk Show that is created for the western listeners to be able to get information that's from the closest source Mayo School the whistleblower movement and the Luda media I'm your host Nana And today we're going to talk about information that's coming from the Luda media. What's new and what's happening with the U.S. currently, hopefully can bring you some insights and new perspectives. I will try my best to get all the key points and highlights for each episode. But leave me comments if you have any questions. Also, I just want to add that I'm not an expert on subjects in politics, but I will try my best to deliver the news as best as I can, so bear with me if I use an incorrect word on the news. So now let's get into today's news. So the first news today is that McConnell blocked uh, $2,000 stimulus checks, then ties them to Trump's demands on tech and election. The news saying from CNN that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell introduced legislation Tuesday to combine two additional demands from President Donald Trump to an expansion of direct stimulus payments as part of the COVID-19 relief package, raising Democratic concern the pathway for expanded uh, stimulus payments would soon be short-circuited. The Kentucky Republican shortly before adjourning the Senate on Tuesday afternoon introduced a bill that would combine increased direct payments with a repeal of the online liability protections known as Section 230 and the establishment of a commission to study voter fraud. The latter two issues had been significant drivers of Trump's ire in the wake of his General election laws, the latter of which the zero, ev- um, well, <laughs> they say which the zero evidence presented to this point. But it's, it's from CNN. Anyway, while the move doesn't guarantee McConnell will bring the bill up for a vote, it provides a substantive option should time and the political winds press the chamber in that direction. It's also one that would be all but certain to fail to garner the votes for a passage. So what does that all mean, right? This move means that the interest groups behind McConnell is making compromises. Also, what he's doing is to guarantee his position. He's a very powerful being his position, right? He published a book named The Long Game. is also about the art of deal. Everything to him is a deal. It's about the exchange of political interests. Political interest is vital to him, and Trump has to give him something in exchange to get you know, what Trump wants, Uh, meaning that Trump can push his own political views while also has support from both parties to achieve a balance, while um, McConnell is also enjoying his power by having the two parties in the Senate uh, playing in the palm of his hand. Also, the 116th Congress will end and the 117th Congress will convene on Sunday, January 3rd, 2021 at noon. And who is going to be the new speaker of the United States House of Representatives? That we don't know yet. It may not be Nancy Pelosi again. Although Nancy's reputation is still intact, but still we're not sure. Also, Lindsey Graham went to Mar-a-Lago to play, quote, golf um, with Trump. And that says a lot because Lindsey is the top member in Congress, the Senate. It's like the British House of Lords. Uh, so he is doing a lot of negotiation to get a, uh, a deal done. Politics is all about deals, but things are moving toward Trump's side. And now let's talk about the binding, the three act, and the timing of it is very interesting. Making the aid from $600 to $2,000 is a big deal. It matters to every American people's life. Whoever is going to veto this bill is going to uh, its going to be the blame. That's why Senate is playing the good guy. And if the House vetoes it, considering the Democratic majority in the House of Representatives, they will have pressure, especially from the public. So we will see if they're going to veto it for partner uh, partisanship. Or they won't because of they care about the public opinion. They have to weigh it, you know. Then, as a majority of Democrat in the House of Representatives, they focus more on being socialist, right, and giving people more more money. That's what they uh, should care the most about. So, American people favor uh, whoever thinks about the people, and that is everything. Public opinion is everything. But in the most likely case, Section 230 will be repealed. And this is the third round Trump trying to get uh, amendment for this bill. Nobody wants to be the bad guy, you know, to take the ball of declining the $2,000, you know, bill. But in the end what is happening behind the scene is that after negotiation it was unanimously agreed that 230 section 230 will be withdrawn uh, in exchange with withholding the interest group's payment. you know as soon as the section 230 being repealed and invest- investigate the fraudulent election, Trump get a ver- already gets a very successful political deal this time uh, and let's not forget he was also a very successful businessman so that seems like a piece of cake. And now let's get on the second news. The Delaware computer repairman who reviewed the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop is suing Twitter for uh, defamation and seeks $500 million. Uh, News saying the former owner of a computer repair shop in Delaware is suing Twitter for defamation alleging that the platform's choice to moderate a New York Post story that cited him as a source is uh, tantamount to labeling him personally a hacker. Uh, Twitter's actions and statements had the specific intent to communicate to the world that John Paul MacIsaac is a hacker. The suit Alleges, uh, eventually forcing him to shut down his Delaware business. My Mac uh, Isaac is seeking $500 million in punitive uh, damages from the suit, as well as whatever further relief the court deems appropriate. By blocking the story under the hacked material policy, Mac Isaac claims that Twitter acted with malicious intent to harm him, as it implies he hacked the laptop to gain access to the files. The information obtained from the computer does not hack materials because Mac Isaac lawfully gained access to the computer, the suit says, first with the permission of its owner, and then after Biden failed to retrieve the hard drive despite Mac Isaac's requests, in accordance with the Mac shop's abandoned property policy. So if this Section 230 got repealed, he is really most likely to win the case. So now let's move on to the third news. Japan gave key intel on China's Uyghur crackdown to U.S. and Britain. Uh, Are relations between China and Japan about to end another deep freeze? According to Japan Times, uh, which quoted a person close to Japan-U.S. relations, Japan provided intelligence to the United States and Britain last year, showing evidence of China's forceful Detainment of Muslim Uyghur minority on condition of keeping the source confidential. Using on that information, the United States stepped up criticism against China's alleged crackdown on Uyghurs in the Xinjiang autonomous region, the source said. The move shows... Japan has already been sharing key intelligence with partners behind the scenes aimed uh, cause within the government to join the Five Eyes Intelligence Sharing Alliance to better respond to increasing threat by North Korea and China. The intelligence sharing network uh, involves Australia, Britain, Canada, New Zealand and the United States. So as a top intelligence resource in China, Japan has intelligence networks all over the world, especially in Asia, where the United Kingdom and the United States can't reach. But Japan could. Uh, Of all the Asian countries, Japan produced the world's uh, highest end lenses, also being at the East Asian culture circle. Japan's intelligence acquisition and analyst capability are one of a kind in Asia. Also, this matches everything of what Miles said uh, Ma- uh, in, about Japan a uh, long time ago. So the evidence of Chinese Communist Party's crime is undeniable, especially to the United States and Britain. The timing of this news being exposed is very interesting, meaning Japan is ready to battle against the Chinese Communist Party with the rest of the world. And now let's move on to the last news of today. Pence declined to back gomert led effort to unpend election, lawyers indicate. News saying that lawyers for Rep. Louis Gomert and Arizona's 11 Republican electors revealed Tuesday that Vice President Mike Pence declined to sign onto their plan to unpend Congress certification of President-elect Joe Biden's victory. It's the first indication that Pence is uh, resisting some of the most extreme calls to reverse the presidential election results, thus relying on his role as the presiding officer on January 6th when Congress meets to finalize Biden's win. So Gomert and the Arizona electors sued Pence this week to throw out the procedures that Congress has relied upon since 1889 to count electoral Votes. Instead, he said Pence has the unilateral authority to determine which electors should be voted upon by Congress, raising the prospect that Pence would simply override the choices made by voters in states like Arizona and Pennsylvania that Joe uh, Biden won uh, to introduce President Donald Trump's electors instead, but in a motion to expedite Proceedings, Gomert and the electors revealed that their lawyers have reached out to Penn's counsel in the office of the vice president to attempt to reach agreement before going to court. In the teleconference, uh, plaintiff's counsel made a meaningful attempt to resolve the underlying legal issue by agreement, including advising the vice president's counsel that plaintiffs intended to seek immediate injunctive relief in the event that parties did not agree, according to Gummert's feeling. Uh, those discussions were not successful in reaching an agreement, and this lawsuit was filed. On Tuesday evening, U.S. District Court Judge Jeremy Carnodo uh, of the Eastern District of Texas agreed to partially grant the request for an expedited schedule calling for Pence to issue a response to the lawsuit by December 30 at 5 p.m. and for Gomer issue a reply to Pence by January 1 at 9 a.m. Cronotto did not agree to hold a hearing though and said none would be scheduled absent further notice from the court. Cronotto also ordered Gomer and his fellow plaintiffs to immediately send a copy of the order to N. Attorney for Pence, the Department of Justice, and the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Texas. Gomert, and the electors told Cronodo they needed an expedited schedule that would result in a ruling no later than January 4, so they have an opportunity to appeal ahead of the January 6th session of Congress. Pence did not publicly weigh in on his plans for presiding over this January 6th session when Congress will count electoral votes expected to certify Biden's victory, he also has not publicly commented on Trump's repeated calls to re- reverse the results of the democratic process and install himself for a second term. Goldmer's attorney in the case, son of the whom him handled son of Trump's lawsuits, intended to overturn Biden's victory in key swing states indicated they have since been in touch with lawyers in the civil division of the Department of Justice about the administration's formal response to the suit. Further calls were scheduled for later Tuesday. So from Luda Media, it's uh, analyzing that Pence won't take a premature position in a case uh, something uncertain would happen like if Nancy Pelosi didn't become interim president. Uh, Pence might choose to be neutral and not adopt both sides of the electoral vote. Uh, who knows, but maybe it's not just, you know, Trump trying to make a diversion and, you know, make a move once everyone is off guard. So in the next couple of days, uh, or next week, January 2021, there's going to be a lot of things happen. We have to keep it up with the news and, you know, it's going to be very interesting and intense. And that's all for today. Thank you again for listening and stay tuned uh, to this show. Next episode, we'll continue to deliver new information from the Luda media. And I am trying to create this show to be more versatile and be more interesting because I know that politics is not a very fun topic to talk about. So, I would like to make it more fun and maybe put more into about my opinions and make it like a talk show. So, if you guys have any uh, advice, uh, feel free to leave comments. I would really appreciate that. Uh, so, see you next episode. Have a good day. Bye. Look, babe, I was smitten by you. Yeah,